You're listening to WYDR Kalamazoo, and this is Burning the Midnight Celluloid with Wes and Lucas. Okay, this is the very first episode of our podcast because that is exactly what the internet needed, another podcast by two unqualified white guys. There's a twist this time, though. Neither of us are cis. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> Greg. It's not at all obvious with the testosterone voices. Today. What are you mean? This is my normal voice. This is my normal this is Patrick. So, really qualified to talk about trans movies. So the Matrix. Yeah, we are we are legally qualified to talk about. We're the legally qualified to talk about the Matrix and Boys Don't Cry. Uh, and V for Vendetta. Oh yeah, that is a trans movie. Nobody can tell me different. And um, next question. I can't think of any other trans movies. There are more that exist. Boys don't cry, that's all I got. I haven't finished it. The title's a little misleading. I've seen a boy cry before. Have you ever seen a boy cry? Uh, I am one of those. (laughs) Oh, you've cried? Oh, interesting. It's a myth that boys are biologically incapable of crying. Well, I am. I've never cried before in my life. Not even when I watched the season finale of Quantum Leap. I didn't. I definitely didn't cry then. None of you were there. You have no evidence. There is no proof. There's no proof that I cried over Sam Beckett. So I guess today, because it's our first podcast, we're going to try it. Well, kind of our... This is like podcast number 1.2 because we royally screwed up the last podcast because somebody can't raise his voice when talking, so I had to go out and buy a replacement microphone until the good microphone comes because somebody can peak the audio. If your laptop mics are not the best. Hey man, hey man, don't talk, don't talk to my laptop like that. Well, not the laptop. Because you're my voice, why couldn't you hear yours? Because I'm, I'm normal conversation loud and you're podcast loud. So there, there is a difference. I have a customer service voice. Yeah. So you, you, your naturally. customer service camp counselor. Wow. <laughs> and I'm uh introvert with social anxiety. So there, there is a difference. Sure, sure. Excuses, excuses. Plenty of awkward people have made podcasts before. Yeah. I can't name any, but they exist. Uh... McElroy's, except I don't think any of them are like I don't know who that is. I have no like one podcast, and it's the Adventure Zone. Oh, are yeah. We, are we shouting people out now? Is that allowed? No, we're not legally allowed to do that for legal reasons. That's for legal reasons, I do have to censor the name of the podcast that uh, he said because we are legally not allowed to shout companies and other things. Apparently, um, mm-hmm. This, this video is sponsored by us. We actually, yeah, no, we legally cannot have sponsors unless you are sponsoring us and hit us up. But we can't even have joke sponsors. Unless you're HelloFresh, in, in, in which case, sponsors. Any of the classic, like, YouTuber. Tony, Ray Shadow Legend, Audible, Audible, Manscaped. Yeah, yeah go for it. Uh, Dollar Shade Club, um, The Communist Manifesto. I'm a communist, for legal reasons, that's a joke. Next question. So, um... Yeah, speaking of movies, I went to go see a movie today in theaters. What was the movie? I went to go see Nope. For the second time in two days. I've seen it zero times. So, it's so good. On average, we have seen the movie collectively once. It's a really good movie. Um, I highly recommend it if you listening at home have yet to experience this movie. It is great in theaters. Highly suggest you uh, go watch it in theaters before it leaves. And I think that's how you should probably watch any Jordan Peele movie is, oh my god, it was so bad. 
literally my letterbox right now. Yes, I have a letterbox. Um, <laughs> of course, I have a letterbox. Imagine having a letterbox. You, you know what? Um, it is just, it is just note. Like, that is what's on my letterbox. My Tumblr filled with gifts from note. I'm obsessed with it, like, analyzing it. Everyone was great in it. Oh my gosh, it's so good! I'm gonna buy it when it comes out on DVD! Hey, I thought this podcast was supposed to be about bad movies. Oh. Yeah, nope, sucked. It was, uh... <laughs> the, I didn't understand the, uh, the symbol. I can't, I can't. I can't do that to you, Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele, if you're listening, hit me up. <laughs> I know you are. Yeah, we're, we're trying to get sponsored. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to 89.1 Wider FM online at WIDRFM.org, your source for Radio Evolution. And speaking of Radio Evolution, um, we are evolving... Like a Pokemon. Like a Pokemon. If you were evolved... Pokemon, what Pokemon would you be? I and why? Any evolution. Speak up. You're barely peeking it. I'm not even talking into the microphone and I'm peeking it. Yeah, that's because... I think you need to hold the microphone. Fair enough. What evolution would I be? There's a poster, a helpful poster on the wall. Of there is true of all the Eevees and a Pikachu. Yeah, I don't know that I got for like 10 bucks. Why did Pikachu get to join the club? Pikachu is just... I don't know why. He's not even like... He doesn't even go here! Yeah, he's not even like one of the most important Pokemon. In he's the actual just some game. guy. He's just the poster boy because of like the TV shows, I guess. Yeah, Pikachu's he's just the poster boy of Pokemon now for no particular reason. Yeah, he's not even that like good of a Pokemon. I feel like if I had to pick an evolution besides just the average Eevee I have to pick. Espeon? That's the purple one. Oh, that's helpful. Yeah. The one with, like, the stone in the middle of its head? Yeah. I know my Eevees. Not not everyone knows their Eevees. I know. I know there's Eevee, and, um... They all end with... There's Eevee? They all end with, uh, the suffix eon. If that's helpful. Eeveon. Got Jolteon, Flareon, Sylveon, Leafeon, Umbreon. He's not looking at a list by the right now, though. He's like not Leafeon, Espeon. No, I'm just looking at the poster. He's looking at the poster. He's not even looking at names. He's like freestyling it. This could be wrong. Somebody fact check, please. Look, everyone has their comfort Pokemon. Mine, yeah. You know, yours is like Bidoof. I do love Bidoof. I love, I love me some Bidoof. You know, mine is Eevee and Evolutions. Everyone's got a comfort Pokemon. I mean, I, barely of us either play, like, Pokemon. Like, neither of us are, like, hardcore, have all the games. We just... I am a hardcore. Everyone just needs a cute animal. I'm sorry. I play Pokemon. And I collect cards. Speak for yourself when you're not a hardcore Pokemon. I haven't trainers. I'm a hardcore Pokemon trainer. Um, I know every Pokemon in the book. I can just say I'm not, I won't, though, because... That would I, take up the whole podcast. Yeah. We have to stay on topic somehow. We won't, but we have to try. I guess I saw a note today. I saw a note. New hyperfixation just came. It was really good. I don't want to spoil it, though, so I don't want to talk about it too much. But it was, it was like we are living in a society. We're living in a society. Truly, we are living in a society. It was very much like a, um, like, a, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It was like a metaphor, but like not a metaphor. I mean, it, 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 it was a social commentary. It was a social commentary about, like, show business and, like, exploitation of, like, horrible things for, like, money and, like, fame and for, like, the Hunger Games. Kind of, but better. But, like, better. So the book Hunger Games, because the movie... Yeah, but better. Even better. Better. Because there was less white people. Oh, again. (laughs) I'm a big big supporter of not having white people on my screen. (laughs) Because we're white people. People are not actually motivated. 
I am. I, lo- I love and appreciate Suzanne Collins' work, but the movies did not do the book series justice. But yeah, I'll take your word for it. It was really good. Jordan Peele hit me up on Twitter. If you want to talk about, like, we anyway, did a movie together. Now to plug Wes's Twitter. Uh, yeah, it's just Wes Luca. L-U-K-A is how you spell Luca. Don't let that movie with the fishmen confuse you. That's how you spell it. You can call them mermaids. They're called, like, sea creatures. They weren't even called mermaids in the movie. They were called, like... I think I think the word we're looking for is Italians. <laughs> I, think, I think just that's an, that's what Italians do. That's just what Italians are like. Did you watch Luca? I have not yet, but I need to. Very surprising. It's about your family. Yeah, I am one quarter Italian, so... He is one quarter fish person. Yeah. But only one limb on my body. Uh, is, is a, will, will, you know, grow scales if... Uh, and I thought for the, yeah, let's mention this evolution. I mean, well, now in the comments, should it be my right arm or my left? It doesn't have to be an arm. You have two legs. Do something with them. Or narrowing it down for the viewers to get. Nah, it's too easy. You already narrowed it down to four things. Yeah, I don't give you easy. This is a podcast. You can't see our bodies. You just get to make up anything. Maybe, oh my gosh, I'm yawning. Hold on. Hold on, all bless yawns. <laughs> Maybe one day we'll actually film the podcast, but right now we're just recording the audio. Right now we're just abstract concepts. Um, for, all, do, for all you know, we could just be a assortment of shapes and colors. Or you could just follow us online. And see yeah, interesting, interesting uh, commentary about podcasts, though, and how... Um, the, the whole joke is that, like, a video killed the radio star, so, hence the song name. But then people are, like, very interesting because we're undigging the radio in, like, radio star with podcasts. But it's very interesting to me because a lot of, po- many, like, if not all of the podcasts, like, 95% of the podcasts I, I listen to are filmed now. So it's kind of like we just killed the radio star again. By, like, just, we're just not, we're like, oh yeah, podcasts are a cool thing we listen to, but now we're going to start filming podcasts again. Well, kind of like how shopping has evolved, because it used to be, you know, you'd look in, like, catalogs and right, right. Right. email, and then people wanted to go to big shopping malls and stores to buy things, and now we're back to online shopping, uh, just online catalogs like Amazon. Very true. You know, humanity just goes in a cycle. I just saw that, it was funny, I saw a meme about it on Tumblr, where it's like, this, it was like a cartoon, and it, it was just like this guy standing over a grave, and the grave's a radio star on it, and then the guy was labeled as video, and then it said like 30 years later, and it was like a guy labeled podcast digging up the grave of video star, and I was like, I was like, yeah, and then I was like, wait a minute, every podcast I listen to, basically, I can watch. I fell asleep um, listening or was, I mean, it was on YouTube, so technically I was watching, but I was, like, going to sleep, so I wasn't, like, I wasn't watching it. But I fell asleep to the Gus and Eddie podcast last night, which uh, is no longer... Anyway, we're not allowed to promote that on air, so... Well, it doesn't exist anymore because uh, Gus Johnson is not a good guy. And all that stuff came out. But I think Eddie should just be able to do his own podcast. Eddie Burbank, if you're listening. You can call it uh, Ed, Ed and Eddie. I think he should maybe join the Curtis Connor podcast, maybe, uh, or just make your own path. I feel like he could do that. I would allow it. Eddie, if you're listening, just take over the YouTube account. Who's stopping it? Join our podcast. Wes would probably... Eddie Burback, if you're listening, you want to be on the podcast, hit us up. And if you are just tuning in and your name is not Eddie Burback, but I mean... It is still, that's pretty cool. You're listening to 89.1 Wider FM, online at WIDRFM.org, your source for radio evolution. And, oh, we were just talking about radio evolution. Now, we were just talking about Wes's favorite podcasters slash YouTubers. Yeah. We should have celebrity guests, but it's not any, like, big-name celebrities. It's just all the various, like, semi-popular niche YouTubers we both watch. Well, I think I can get Danny Gonzalez on if I agree. If I agree, I don't. He doesn't pay child support. Yeah, no, there's, 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 there's this whole thing about... Danny Dan- Gonzalez. <laughs> if you're listening to this, Danny Gonz- Daniel Gonzalez, if you are listening, 
Please, can I see my children? Okay, I. It's been a couple. It's been a couple months. I'm sober now. I'm clean. Can I see my? Can I please see my children and my my wife. I'm sorry, my ex-wife. It's just I miss them a lot, Danny. So uh, if you could call him, call him back, that'd be Anyway, anyway, if you haven't been following Wes on Twitter, which they need to nobody is, there's this whole drama unfolding where they had. A whole thing about Danny Gonzalez stealing their wife. And it's a true kids. story. And now they're divorced. It is 100% completely true. Don't fact check it at all. Yeah, um, you know, if he's allowed to say that he is the fastest growing army in the world, then I'm allowed to say that he is stolen my wife. We're allowed to be sarcastic on that. He, he taught my kids to ride a bike before I could. It was a whole thing. Um... You know, I'm seeing a therapist now. So, it's, well, yeah. The therapist is the Catboy Luigi that we have on yeah, the table. Yeah, we have a Catboy Luigi uh, figurine from that that Mario like expansion pack or something. I don't remember. I, I don't know where Wes got it. It just kind of showed up. I got a GameStop for like three bucks, and then they tried to get me to pre-order the new Pokemon game, and I was like, I don't have sixty bucks on me. Pokemon, but I do have three dollars to buy this Catboy Luigi. Yeah. It might be cursed, just slightly. GameStop. Can we talk about GameStop real quick and uh, how? Oh my God. Are, are we allowed to? Are we allowed to like just start talking about companies on air? Yeah. Uh, I'm not. No, I'm not promoting GameStop. This is GameStop hate. I'm hating GameStop. So this is possible slander. Yeah, it's slander. Well, I don't know. I can't remember. Is slander spoken and libel is written? Or is it the other way around? I don't know. Um, that's a quote from Spider-Man. I think libel is written. And slander is spoken. I'm not a lawyer. I don't care. I'm not a lawyer. I'm an art student. Even worse. At least I'm not a film major. You know what? I'll take it. I'll take being a film major over being a lawyer. GameStop, though, hey, I get that your whole um, company, like, the point of view is that you are struggling because nobody wants to buy physical copies of games anymore because, you know, every gaming system has, like, a digital store now that you can quite easily buy games off of. But please stop trying to get me to buy physical games. I literally, like, this dude was, like, basically, like, I went in the GameStop and I overheard him telling... This was a while ago where he was like, oh, you gotta make sure you buy physical games because um, if your account, something happens to your account, everything's gone and you'll never get those games back again. Which isn't true. I don't think that's how that works. I think there's a lot of things backing up your purchases in your game library digitally. And then he also, it was like the same dude, and it was like a different dude. Same day, though, where they were like, oh, you're gonna want to like or pre-order uh, you know, the new Pokemon game because on the day it's released, they're going to be sold out. And I didn't say this out loud. I should have, but in my head, I was like, I'll just get it digitally then. Like, what? why do I need a physical copy of the game? And I realized it's because the only reason GameStop still exists is because of, like, the physical game. And I don't, like, have a problem with physical games. I love having physical games. It's just sometimes it's cheaper because there's, like, sales going on in the game store, and sometimes it's a lot more convenient just to buy something off of, like, the PlayStation Store, the Nintendo Store. But, you know, sometimes you can get, like, a physical copy of a game for cheaper on, like, eBay. Yeah. Which is, like, I, like, I don't have a problem. You're talking sometimes it's cheaper to just pre-order from the actual game site than it is to, like, try and pre-order through a third-party seller. Because I have to go into GameStop physically... Because if not, it's going to have to be shipped to my house, and that's going to have a little thing called shipping and handling that I'm going to have to pay for. So in the long run, it's going to be cheaper if I buy it digitally, or if I have to drive myself to, you know, GameStop, which here it's close. It's just down, it's like, just like down the road from where we live in Kalamazoo, which is next to Target. So here it's not that far, but anyway, here's some information about where we live. Oh, yeah, no. We live in one of, like, the 15 bajillion apartments around, like, downtown Kalamazoo, because, like, there's so many. 
Like, this is a college town, and it's near downtown, so, like, good luck trying to find the, like, 15 it's, Oh, my God. All I gave them was where a GameStop is. We're not going to get doxxed. Yeah. Please dox us, actually. But, you know... Please dox us. Uh, Wes is a big fan of horror movies, and they'd be dying to try out their final girl. Literally. Series. I want to be uh, Ash Williams so bad. But, like, where I was living back home before, you know, I, like, came move back to college, it's like, the nearest GameStop was, like, an hour drive. Yeah, because you're from the middle of nowhere. I'm, I'm from, yeah, I'm from... You're from, like, one of those towns where it's just, the main attraction is a cornfield. You know, we also have the KKK. It's not a good, I didn't, it it's not a good attraction, it's but good they're, they're there. Unfortunately, yes, they are there. Hey, if you're just tuning in, we're talking about the KKK. <laughs> if you're just tuning in, you're like, you're listening to 89.1 Wider FM online at WIDRFM.org, your source for Radio Evolution. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, we are Bernie the Midnight Celluloid, and for some reason right now we were talking about the KKK, but not in like a good way. Uh, that's out of context. We're going to stop talking about that now. <laughs> anyway, out of context, for people to call us problematic. You can clip that and put that on YouTube, it's fine. Fellas, is, it, is it problematic to say that the KKK is bad? Next question. Anyway, we are supposed to be talking about movies. Welcome to Two Idiots of ADHD Not Talk About. We were talking time. about... No. We were, like, 20 minutes ago. Nope is a great movie. You guys should go watch it. I'm going to keep plugging Nope. We're not I'm not sponsored by... Jordan Peele doesn't know me. Yeah, I'm not sponsored by Nope. But if I was, you would know. Because I would be even more obnoxious. Oh, good. Such a good movie. Uh, I keep yawning. I had a really, um... We're both, we're both very sleep deprived, which... I have to wake up at 5 a.m. tomorrow to go to work, so... Have fun with that. I won't, thanks. I'm gonna be awake. Anyway, so rings of power. <laughs> anyway, jump from one hyperfixation to the next time. I don't say I'm hyperfixated on Rings of Power, but, um, I mean, yeah, Lord of the Rings, but Rings of Power is. I made a video on my YouTube channel. I have a YouTube channel. Time for Wes to plug their YouTube channel. I have a YouTube channel. It is Wes Luca. Luca with a K, not a C. Remember that? Um, anyway, I just posted a video on there, like, days ago when this is airing, about Rings of Power and how it's not a very good prequel because it's not. Um, and, you know, I don't know. The editing was really fun. It was, I thought it was. They added some memes and stuff in there for your entertainment. There is some memes. I plug the podcast. I got a plug. That's showbiz, baby. We plug. But Rings of Power is certainly a show. And that is, you know, it is definitely a show. You know what I mean? It is a show. I think it's, it's not a good show. It's not the best thing I've seen from Amazon Prime. I don't know if I'd say it's not the worst thing I've seen either, though. Because I don't actually watch a lot of Amazon Prime shows. The only, like, Amazon Prime things I've watched... I watch Good Omens. Good Omens is great. I watched the second Borat movie, which is great. Ten out of ten. Uh... I watched that Charlie Day movie with Jen, Jenny Slate. I think Jenny Slate's a very annoying actress. I don't know why. I just, her voice annoys me, so I didn't really enjoy it. But I enjoyed Charlie Day. Um, spoiler alert, uh, you get queer bait. Sorry. It's queer, it's, it, it should be called Queer Bait, the movie. And I've seen the best show ever created, Carnival Row. Um, I don't know if I would say it's special or the creative, but it's a very good show. Carnival Row, my beloved. If you haven't seen Carnival Row yet, I'm not sponsored by Amazon Prime. Jeff Bezos, don't hit me up. I don't want anything to do with you, but Carnival Row is a very good show. We're not, we're not big fans of Jeff Bezos. Jeffrey yeah. Bezos. Jeffrey Bezos. Carnival Row is great, though. Um, it's got... Oh, who does it have? Certainly, it's not one of your. No, I don't want to talk about. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I don't. I don't want to talk about Carmelo anyway. Or did you want to talk about other Orlando Bloom content? You know, 
And what Rings of Power is missing? Orlando Bloom. Not to sound like someone who wants Orlando Bloom fan service, but... Oh, Orlando Bloom. No. Elrond's forehead's not big enough. He's not gay enough. He definitely kissed that dwarf, though. Watch, watch episode two. It's, um, it's very, it's very much a show that I can tell that, um, Peter Jackson had nothing to do with, and it shows. Because it's not that good. At least HBO. Not enough obligatory landscape shots of New Zealand. No, I, I know there's too many. <laughs> I think, I think the point of any good Lord of the Rings content is that there is an unnecessary Amount of landscape shots. Yeah. They're connect, like, it's always, like, a solid quarter of the runtime, at least. There's just somebody breaking their bones in horrible ways. I looked it up, it was Dom who got a sliver while shooting Lord of the Rings, and he was like, this is the worst pain anyone has ever gone through. Yeah. And Everyone's out here almost, like, drowning, breaking bones, almost dying on set. I ran up and like broke his ribs, and he's just, Dom's just like, I gotta slaughter guys. The life of a hobbit is very hard. Yeah. John Aston almost drowned in that one bit. That was an accidental. They're actually just trying to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> They're trying to get rid of Sean yeah, Aston. Like, like, he cut, he like walked, uh, at the end of Fellowship of the Ring when he's wandering into the river after Frodo. He like cuts his foot open. Yeah, Elijah Wood planted that there. Yeah. Elijah Wood is a terrible uh, person who's actually it was uh, everyone. Oh, what's his name? Andy Circus. He was Andy actually Circus. just trying to sabotage the entire. Pop- Peter Jackson told him to do it though. But yeah, like he almost drowned. You know, bones are broken. Didn't was Lord of the Rings or someone died? One of those movies where people died on set, or was that not? I don't true? think so. But I no, I don't think anyone died. You no, know, all those battles were real. They actually that was now it was computer generated. It was a really advanced system, though. It was so advanced that some that some of the computer generated soldiers acted so lifelike that some of them just fled from the fight. So they're so like accurately like depicted and like that some of the some of the soldiers and like the really big battle scenes that they CGI'd were like just pieced out of fighting. Fair enough. <laughs> I saw, like, Eric, that scene where Aragorn's, like, pulling something. He, like, runs into the thing, yeah, but they're like, just, like, oh, no. the, nope, nope, nope. Some, like, the big cavalry charges, and they're like, nope. I saw that elephant. Like, let's do, like, a weird backflip onto it. Yeah. Orlando Bloom can just do that. That wasn't special effects. He also did the thing where he just, like, jumped onto the horse. Uh, and two towers. He, he, like, Threw himself onto the horse in like the most unnecessary way weird, possible. Such a weird thing. Elves are so weird. They really like dumb. Like they kind of like made elves useless in Rings of Power, which I think is why one of the reasons I don't like it is just like they kind of just they kind of went from like death and like magic and like the power of like individual people being high stakes to just kind of like lowering the stakes. So they're just like yeah, they're red shirts now. Yeah, they kind of just, I mean, the whole point of elves was that they're, like, super, they're, like, one of the strongest races, and then, like, and then I watched Rings of Power, and I'm like, oh, so they're just, like, regular Joes. Like, what happened? What happened? They just got pointy ears and cool. What the hell happened to the elves, man? What'd you do to my elves? I guess, like, they were a little OP, but, like... I'm fine with it. I mean, it's fine. They're elves. It's a fantasy world. We don't have to be realistic. I mean, Superman can shoot lasers out of his eyes. He's super OP, but I still like Superman. Yeah, I mean, if you're just making something OP, then you just make their opposition OP as well. Because, like, yeah, Superman's super... Yeah, they had Sauron. Yeah, yeah, Sauron's a little OP. He's a little OP. The only way to uh, kill him is to, like, throw his little ring in his little fire pit. It's a volcano. I love the idea that a volcano is just a little fire pit. a big fire pit to most people with Sauron. It's just... Throw some some marshmallows. Throw some some hobbits. (laughs) Yeah, like, like, if you just, like, you just make sure that the opposition is at the same power level as them, and it works fine. Yeah. You see plenty of media that can handle, I guess, balancing 
my brain automatically goes to like video game terms, you know, balancing encounters correctly. You know, it's just like it's a story. You get to decide the ending. You don't have to make things too OP or not because you control. You know, it's not like a game of D&D or like a video game or something where it can become unbalanced in a bad way. If it's unbalanced or boring, that's because you design it in that way. You can just change the story if you want, you know that, right? Another critique I think people are having with Rings of Power is probably the only critique I won't take seriously. And it's that uh, people are mad on, on, on Twitter that there are black people in the world now. Which is such a weird stance to be taking. Out of all the things wrong, like, story-wise and, like, production-wise with Rings of Power, what the stance you're going to take is there's too many black people. Oh, it, it breaks the immersion for why, no, why is it so, like, disconcerting? Why are black people in Middle-earth? There's only supposed to be elves and hobbits and all these other mythical creatures. We only have it's unrealistic for there to be black people. <laughs> yeah, we've got like, dragons and magic and storing, like, people's soul inside of rings. But, no, it's too unrealistic to have people of color, I guess. Clearly. Yeah, people are, like, mad that there's a black elf now. It's like, elves are supposed to be pure. And I'm like, that's Not super whoa, racist. Okay. <laughs> if we're implying that only white people are pure, that's... We're not doing good there. Hey, you guys are just tuning in. You're <laughs> listening to 89.1 online at WIDRFM.org. Your source of radio evolution. We're talking about rings of power and how some people are being very racist. I mean, you get the same thing. Well, not, not yeah, exactly I, the same thing, but I see a lot of people complaining about uh, old, not old fantasy, but like there are some, you know, like 20th century high fantasy writers more men who would write a lot of very graphic depictions of women being assaulted or yeah. tortured and claiming it's for realism. And then, you know, people being like, there are dragons and magic, and you're literally writing about this guy, you know, bonding with a magic sword. He, there doesn't need to be, you know, you don't need to dwell on realism. Magic sword Highlander? No, I was actually thinking of uh, the truth. Sorry to call out sort of truth like this. There is some interesting world building, but there was also a lot of sexual assault, like more than necessary. Like, I mean, like, that's, like, like, you don't have to make things. And, like, they pick and choose. Like, oh, we could be graphically torturing men, or we could be acknowledging that, like, usually when people are getting, you know, like, if an invading army is sexually assaulting people, they're not usually just gonna stick with it. Like, but it's always cherry-picked. And, like, you can always tell when an author has, like... I don't know, you can always, like... It's not always, but no, most of the time, you can tell when an author's into something because it shows up, like, everywhere. And, like, sometimes it's just a super, like, oh, this author has, like, a type for, like, long hair. And sometimes it's, like, this author's writing torture of, like, this specific type of person really consistently. And I'm not going to like it. I'm not going to make. Yes. I'm equality, I think we should torture both, all genders equally. Whole genders should be tortured equally in the eyes of fiction. I mean, I, I like, do remember when we, we got had, offset all the, like, fantasy writers who are, like, torturing women by, like, torturing some men as well. That's what AO3 is all about. Anyway, go follow West on AO3. No! <laughs> I'm not telling you my O3 animal. I'm taking that to the grave. Only me and my priests know that. I'm Jewish. And me. Actually, I don't I don't know if I have it anymore. I can find it. You're just tuning in. I'm holding a gun to Lucas's head. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. For legal reasons, I'm not being forced to make a podcast against someone. <laughs> anyway, why are there so many white people in Miller? Uh, I think that's yeah, the I first thing like, I noticed when I watched them. Oh no, my bracelet just broke! Oh no. Anyway, has oh no. Anyway, so why are there so many white people in Middle-earth? Yeah, like, if we're going to talk about realism, why are there not... You know, like, they, hang on, what population of Earth is white? Because I feel like it's... No. If you think about like widespread, if Middle-earth is supposed to encompass like all cultures, you know, dwarves and elves and hobbits and humans, like, if we have multiple cultures... Then it should encompass like the whole world, and the world isn't majority white. 
As much as like, I think that's just Tolkien for you. He he wrote it in like what the forties, fifties. Uh, he, he wrote, wrote about what he knew, which was like white people, which was being an English white man. Because there's like man. no women in Lord of the Rings either. Yeah, he knew about being a white man, info dumping about languages, and being an English professor, and uh, trauma from the war. That I don't know. It's just like when I first watched it, I was like, white people. And now finally people are, like, adding, you know, people of color, and then Twitter gets mad about it. I think the same thing with Game of Thrones is that they're, like, they're adding more people of color to the new prequel, and it's like, why weren't there people of color to begin with? Because Game of Thrones was made a little later, and written a little later than, yeah. Brings, and it's still not the finished. Thing. George yeah. R. R. Martin hasn't it, even finished You, don't, you, you can't even use the excuse of, oh, he wrote it in the 50s, and, you know, that's how the 50s were. Hey, hey, Mr. Martin. And the new Percy Jackson show has a bunch of people of color, and even playing characters who were, like, weren't, you know, like, that, that was a whole thing Twitter got angry about, too, is that they cast a black girl to play Annabeth. And then, like, the writer himself, is it Rick Riordan? Or is yeah. Like Riordan? Reardon? I've heard people pronounce it Reardon. Well, that's not how you pronounce it. That's a Reardon way to pronounce it. <laughs> hey. But yeah, like, it's just, you know, like, he came out and said, like, you know, like, the reason, you know, I decided, and, like, like the crew decided to cast her in Annabeth is because she was an amazing Annabeth. Yeah. And she should stay that way, and, like... Well, maybe we should go over, like, uh, like, prioritize acting abilities over looks. Yeah, like, he prioritized acting ability and, like, the ability to be that character. Yeah, her looks or accuracy the book design. Well, like, people are also like, mm, I perceive blonde like that. Why is that your biggest concern with the Percy Jackson show? My biggest concern. I've seen more people getting angry about Percy being blonde than I have. It's understandable why is he blonde. Obviously, yeah. But like, put like, that child in a wig. Yeah. Like it's just people get like so mad when you know it deviates from being white, which is really confusing. Listen, he's now Logan Lerman. Yeah, like, like, as soon as people start prioritizing, like, hey, how about we make it realistic in the sense that we start, like, casting people of color and we actually have, like, representation, like, different cultures that are representative of, like, how Earth is I know, right? Proportion. Or they're so like, mad. We like, pick this person based on acting ability instead of them being white. And, and like, people get about it. People are like mad and they're like, why are there so many like black superheroes? Why do we have another black superhero movie? This isn't about you. Not to like quote Bo Burnham on Maine, but this isn't about it's not for you. Like like people are like, why do we need a black Adam movie? Like not for you I can't remember which you already have uh you you have literally like 95% of other superheroes should be gone. Yeah. I want to go take your Iron remember. Man and Batman and get out of my face. I can't remember which, uh, which Bond said. One of the Bond actors was questioning about, like, do you think we should ever have, like, a black James Bond or, like, a, a female James Bond? And his response was, like, no, they could do better than Bond. They don't want to be Bond. They can, they can a better character. To Sounds play. like something Sean Connery would say. Like, I, I'm going to put money down and say it was Sean Connery, but I'm probably they're wrong. Really, they're like, James up. Bond is. We should have them play a better. They deserve better. Yeah, that sounds like so something fun. Sean would say. Yeah, I can't remember which one, but I'm sure you could look it up. Listen, like, that had to be Sean Connery because I saw him in Highlander. There's no way that man was like. <laughs> yeah, like people get so mad about forced diversity when it's like the, a tiny fraction of media being made like. Like, I don't know, don't you want, like, kids out there to be able to see themselves on a big screen? Like, when I'm growing up, I never got to, like, see, like, not like Jewish people. It was a transcendent experience reading, like, my first, like, queer high fantasy book. When I was, like, 14. It was... 14 and this is deep. I was 14, and I read The Last Year Old Mage the first time, about, like, this emo queer kid discovering that he's into Back in my day, Mercedes Lackey made me transgender. I'm sorry. <laughs> Back in my day, uh, I did the opposite, and I, I read the opposite of um, a book that made me transgender. I read Harry Potter. 
And I just was like, yeah, Harry and Draco are dating now. Nobody can change my mind. Anyway, J.K. Rowling, if you're listening, um, no, you're not allowed to listen. Nobody deserves to live in a, uh, in a closet, and I, and I stand by that, and I love all the people who are like, Harry didn't deserve to live in a closet, and neither do trans people. I love how J.K. Rowling wrote, like, the metaphor. She's like, gay people are okay, but I draw the line at trans people. It's okay to say that never on screen or in a canonical book. This is a Disney effect, I believe. No, because she, she didn't, like, make him gay in the books either. She could just, like, set that off screen. She wouldn't allow that to be. Anyway, Jake here, if you're listening, um, I hate you. Uh, and if you are... I hope, I hope J.K. Rowling is aware that uh, the internet has decided to make all of her characters gay and trans, and that's what they deserve. They deserve better than her. And, like, people of color, they've just been like, yeah, they're not white anymore. Yeah, I will by that. So, um, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to a nine point one wider FM online at WYDRFM.org, your source for Radio Evolution, and this is the Burning the Midnight Celluloid um, show. And we're talking about how much we hate J.K. Rowling, and let's just move on, because I don't even want to think about that. Yeah, it just, that, yeah. Anyway, let's talk about the movie Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let, let's just go through the list of Orlando Bloom movies. And stuff. Okay, so I'm going to list off all Orlando Bloom movies that I own. No. They have, like, so many. Like, there are dozens of them. In our, Not dozens. Our like, eight dozen. Not dozen. I don't own them all. I'm still working on it. Yeah, they're working on their collection to add to the Orlando Bloom show. I do own Calcium Kid, which is a pretty rare find. So I bet you're all... You're all Orlando Bloom historians are real jealous of me. Oh my god, they have Calcium Kid? Yeah, I have Calcium Kid. Calcium Kid, uh, Rose Tyler's in it. Oh, Billy Piper. Yeah, Billy Piper's in it. She plays his love interest. Uh, he plays a milk delivery man turned boxer who, um, wins all his fights because he drinks, like, three gallons of milk a day, so his bones are just rock hard. And it sounds time, like pro-milk. Yeah, anytime anyone punches them, they, like, shatter their bones in their hands because his bones are just rock solid from drinking so much milk. Um, and that's a really weird plot line. This, I, this feels like thinly veiled, like, milk propaganda. It probably is. Britain's milk propaganda. So, so you gotta get British people to stop drinking tea all the time. What do you think I put in my tea? Milk. Milk. I was thinking about, um, Voltron uh, which one? Because this could go many ways. Gay one. Oh, the, the oh, one sorry, which the one? fan base. The, um, the, the DreamWorks anime. I was just thinking about it because I, I, I don't know if you guys, I don't know if you guys heard, but I went to go see Nope in theaters. Um, <laughs> well, the Steven Yeun is in it, and he, uh, voiced, uh, Keith Kobane. And, um, that's a piece I never... I've been in a lot of toxic fan bases in my history, especially in, like, middle school, because everyone's got the middle school cringe, but I never watched I Ultron. I didn't do anything cringe in middle school. Nothing cringe. Nothing nope. at all. Nope. I, I feel like I could, uh... Hey, uh, let's not talk about anime, or whatever you were about to bring up. Yeah. I could expose you, but I'll be nice and I won't. We're re-watching Black Butler. I'll it's a group effort, though, so he he still is also consuming Black Butler. We are both subjecting ourselves to Black Butler. And a little fact I found out about Black Butler last night when I was searching the web is that Seal has asthma. <laughs> I didn't oh, know that. He has asthma, which is such a funny, like, plot point to have, I think, on the anime. It's like, yes, this is our main character. He has asthma. <laughs> all anime characters have asthma. That's why they do the little... <laughs> Well, that's not, the only way they write in his asthma is that he just coughs a lot when he's outside. And, like, but not in, like, season one, apparently, because he's been outside. We watch episodes, and he doesn't cough. That's just how asthma works. Yeah, and he goes outside, and he's just like... <laughs> and Sebastian's like, I don't know, I don't know what you want me to do with this. Because inhalers haven't been invented yet, so he's probably just shooting little, heroin. Yeah, little Victorian. Fun fact. little Victorian. Not promoting heroin on this channel because I would never, but yeah, they used to treat. They used to yeah, treat asthma with heroin. They used to treat a lot of things with heroin. They used to just like pretty much inject drugs and hold down work back in the day. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen those pictures of like old tiny cops here up and it, like the 
Marijuana. It's all poison. Radiation. You can't have asthma. Mummies. They used to just eat mummies. Yeah, they used to eat mummies. What a weird thing to do. You can't be I eat mummies. I would eat a mummy. Would mummy. Eat a mummy? What, what, eating a mummy. Question opening up to the discussion would we consider that cannibalism? What's the, how long of dead does the person have to be for it's not cannibalism and it's just gross? I think it's. I think it's just even more. If you. Hannibal Lecter is on call right now to answer our question. Han, Dr. Hannibal Lecter. When do you consider things to be cannibalism? You really think this good, upstanding doctor knows anything about cannibalism? No, you don't. He just called in. I didn't. I didn't ask him to come in. He, he picked up the phone immediately. It was quite sudden. He's like, he's like panting. Tell me, Will. <laughs> Tell me, Will. What do you think about cannibalism? Anyway, eat your sausage. I eat your dinner. There's nothing weird about dinner. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I would totally name Doctor Hannibal that is totally not human. I read a Hannibal fanfic last night. Is that a com- complaint about that? Yeah, this is not confessional. For Wes is cringe. I read I read Hannibal fanfiction. I read one Hannibal fanfic. Okay, I've read multiple. Okay, well, <laughs> listen. <laughs> you're just cut that, cut that. I'm the editor, I can cut that. And hey, if you are not an editor, and you're just tuning in, you're listening to 89.1 Wider FM online at WIDRFM.org, your source for Radio Revolution. And Wes is totally just not about... I don't have an A3 account, okay? It's slander. This is slander. This is propaganda. This is a it's propaganda. Not. When a British person takes a good look at something, it's propaganda. Propaganda. It's propaganda. It's not slander. You know that, right? Yeah. If I, if I say you, you have, you know what archive of our own is. I don't own an internet. You don't own the internet. I That's true. I don't own the internet. I don't own the internet either. I don't think anyone owns the internet. Well, Mark Zuckerberg owns the internet. I wish he didn't. He was great in the social network. Oh, oh, that was Jesse Eisenberg. That wasn't actually Mark Zuckerberg. I, I really like that movie because I I like Jesse Eisenberg, like he's a great actor. And then I I stopped watching that movie and I was just like, God, I hate Jesse Eisenberg. That's how good of an actor he was. He made me hate him. Yeah, it's always yeah hot take. Sometimes there are characters that I like, like as a writer, I like the character because they did such a good job making me hate them. Is that how you feel about Mark Zuckerberg? Do you love him? Like, do you have a love hate relationship with Mark Zuckerberg? Please answer. But he's not. A I hate to bring I think he is. Honestly, he cannot be real. Have you seen that man? I just heard he wasn't a person. I just said he wasn't. What is his deal? People once told me I can't make fun of Mark Zuckerberg because he's Jewish. And I think that's a very funny take. You can't be you can't make fun of Mark Zuckerberg and call him a robot because that's anti Semitic. I was like, well I'm Jewish, so obviously I get it. Yes. I feel like also, I've never heard like a thing like I've never been called a robot because I'm Jewish. I've been called it because I'm neurodivergent, but I've yeah. never, I've never. That's yeah. not that. That's not like a stereotype. I, I feel like, like you can still make fun of people for things that they deserve to be. Like I feel I'm like not like calling make, him like slurs. Yeah, I feel like there's a difference between them. making fun of someone Dude, specifically for so. Like there's a difference between making fun of someone because of like like these certain biases and making fun of them for something that like. Like, the man's a criminal. He's a criminal. A lot of people are talking about, like, oh, Elon Musk is autistic. You can't make fun of Elon Musk for not being able to make good jokes. No, I can't. And it's like, no, we weren't making fun of him because we, like, people weren't using, like, autistic, like, they they weren't using, like, slurs or saying that. It's because he's autistic. No, I just hate him because he's a terrible person. Yeah, like, he's just a terrible person and has built his Wait, like, I, that's, that's why was, people don't like him. You know, there was a time where I thought he was cool and I thought he was a good guy, but it's time to grow up and realize that there are no ethical good billionaires. No billionaire is a good person. Yeah. Even if they try to be cool and, oh, he's so cool, he smokes weed and he was on the review. And, yeah, there's never going to be a good billionaire. Yeah, but so, like, hey, if you're a billionaire listening, um, first and foremost, donate to get us better 
I propose that'll show that. Okay. If you want to be a good billionaire, uh, stop being a billionaire. Donate some money. For me. Pay yeah. for my college. I'll leave this up. He's, he's I already said eat the rich, not me. I was just saying I don't want Mark Zuckerberg. I thought Andrew Garfield was great in Social Network. Social Network is a really good movie. It's two hours of just Jewish people yelling at each other, so I feel like right at home watching it. Just two hours. Just two straight hours of just like Finally, yelling at each other. Finally, some also, Justin Timberlake is there for some reason. I like to put Ranger Griffith like goes a punch him in the face. I was like, should have gone through a little bit. Given the legal opportunity, for legal reasons, this is a joke, but given the legal opportunity, never punch him Timberlake in the face. But it's a good thing that that is not legal, so. It's illegal to punch Justin Timberlake in the face. It is the Fourth Amendment. That is not what the Fourth Amendment is. What is the Fourth Amendment? Fourth Amendment is the uh, right to privacy. One's on home. It's basically the right that police Third need a amendment. warrant. Third Amendment is the uh, you can, you aren't forced to shelter soldiers in your home during. I think the Fourth Amendment right to privacy, right to not see Justin Timberlake. That's yeah. Justin Timberlake, if you're listening, I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm just gonna sorry. You just pulled out my high school knowledge of the Constitution. Wait, what's the Seventeenth Amendment? Only we only studied the Bill of Rights. Wow. So that's, I got the first ten. Oh, you don't, you know the 19th Amendment? That's the women's right to vote, right? And then the 13th, 14th, and 15th were freeing the slaves, no more slavery is allowed, and everyone has the right to vote if they're born in America. Right? I don't know. I was, I was thinking you knew, that's why I asked. That, that was yeah, like, I don't know. I, I know my history better I, than apparently most people in America, I guess. No, we don't have time to unpack all that. Time to start uh, getting political. Dude, we've been political since like two minutes into the podcast. We have to put content on This is a forced diversity podcast by... Uh, you, you, you will be forced to know that other people exist. You have no choice. I feel like it's not controversial though, because we're just like, hey, black people should be allowed to exist. I don't think that's a controversial yeah, yeah, I know that politics have gotten to Sadly, to the point where people are trying to argue that minorities shouldn't have rights, but it shouldn't be a hot take to say that, like, uh, hey, people deserve rights. For that, yeah. I think if you have a problem with what we say, you should go follow our Twitter and tell us. Our Twitter? Yeah. Please direct all hate towards our personal accounts. Nothing we say is on behalf of the Company of we are the company. We are the company. The, the radio station. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Not them. Yeah, uh, we have a Twitter. It is um, BTMC underscore podcast. Is yeah, also all BTMC. Comments. I have to remember the acronym. BTMC underscore podcast on both Instagram and Twitter. So if you want to just scream at me, I'm the only one who ever checks it. Yeah, I'm not, the only one I don't have access. I don't have access to it. I'm I have just, locked him out. I'm I'm just kind of being told to sit here and start a podcast. I'm being held here uh, for legal reasons. This is a joke. It's not like the new Ethan Hawke movie Black Phone. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm assuming that's about the phone. Right? Yeah, I, I believe the plot online is about you know like Ethan making a lot of Yeah, he yeah Ethan. Hawk blocks someone in a basement and throws them in the podcast, right? Right? Totally exactly what the movie is. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm totally not being held at gunpoint here. This is exactly what the movie is about. Don't fact check it. Being 100% factual and not sarcastic. Hey there, uh, you guys heard the movie? Nope. And we're back to no- We've come full circle. Listen, it's a great movie. Not sponsored, but. Jordan Peele. Yeah. Yeah, did you yeah. Welcome back to Burning the Midnight Celluloid, where we listen to Wes talk about. And I thought I'd get out, and you don't. I went both times to see it by myself because I like going to the movie by myself, and then the lady who I was buying my ticket 
Um, she, I was like, yeah, like one ticket seat open at 4 p.m. So, I was like, yeah, spoiler. Spoiler alert. Uh, for Wes's life, that already yeah. happened, I guess. They um, went to see she, she was like, just one ticket? She's like, okay. <laughs> you, you were getting judged in the movie theater. I, I like going to the movies alone because I don't have to like, pay attention to anywhere else. The schedule is just like when I have time to go to the movie. It's about me. Everything's about me. I'm a very selfish person. And the first time I went to go see a movie by myself was when I went to go see Crimes of the Future. It was also a very good movie. Uh, it was a David Cromwell film. Uh, in it. He eats plastic. And then I was, yeah, there's not, like, any, uh, there's not, like, social commentary or anything political, it's just, he's plastic for two hours. He just gnaws on a piece of plastic for two hours, and we cheer him on. Um, no, I, I saw Shrek in an 80-year-old theater by myself. Well, I wasn't alone in the theater. Um, it was a really memorable experience, though, because everybody clapped at the end, and it was the only movie, I think, that, um, everybody I think it's uh, Shrek is the only movie uh, that I think people should be allowed to clap at the end of because I mean it's just that damn good. Ironically, it's a very good it's a very good movie. It's you know it's the podcast is supposed to be about bad movies. About good movies. Shrek has a very good message, which is looks don't matter. It's it's also a wonderful deconstruction of a lot of different fairy tales, and the humor is genuinely good. Yeah, Mike Myers is there. Yeah, like I feel like. Shrek got memed so much that people started thinking it was one of those memes where it was from a bad piece of media and it got memed. Think. Uh, and people started thinking that it was like bad and joking about liking it ironically, but unironically in the movie. Yeah, and that's Mike, why it and got Mike so Myers is that, that is true. Yeah. Okay. Not to be confused with Michael Myers. Yeah. I feel like that's a very important distinction to make. Do you, th- do you think that's why Mike Myers goes by Mike? Because Michael Myers is the name of a horrific serial killer in a scary movie franchise that just terrorizes, um, you know, babysitters all across the nation? Or do you think it just rolls off the tongue easier to say Mike Myers than Michael Myers? I feel they both roll off the tongue quite nice. Mike Myers, if you're listening. They both got like that alliteration. Mike Myers, Michael Myers. What one strikes more fear into your heart and what one gives you the Sounds like he is um, the voice of a um, animated green ogre. That, that is probably that is a good question. That I don't know how that capacity did. Mike Myers, if you're listening, which I know you are, yeah, clearly this is yeah, clearly this is viral and we're now solid. My dad knows Mike Myers. They um they work at the same company. They work at the same sweatshop. It was late. I say it was like 10.30 at night. Um, and that is, wow, look at that, an hour has gone by. That's our show. That's our show, minus all the things we're gonna have to cut. Uh, I'm gonna have to censor should, some stuff. We should make a, uh, depending on how long this goes, we should make like a deleted a blooper, uh, a, a blooper reel of all the various uncensored things. Or copyrighted things. That sounds like a lot of work on my end. Well, I mean, I have... Yeah, I don't I trust you. Video I don't trust you to edit. Yeah, I barely think... I'm like a iMovie. Yeah, I barely... movie made by a nine-year-old in 2010. You know what? I'm proud of myself for figuring out how to put a little text card in a video, in my video editing software. But One step at a time. I'm nothing. I, I know how to add fade-ins and fade-outs. Oh. Yeah, but give me a Microsoft PowerPoint, and I'm sure I can give you some of that. Get some of the Microsoft Word, like, clip art. Oh. Yeah. Well. Clearly some high-quality content being produced by... Yeah, uh, this is just the first episode. Can you imagine what, like, more of these are going to be like? I mean, we all got to start somewhere. Yeah. The guy cringe or live long enough to see yourself again. Cringe? Like the Joker said. Alright, if you guys liked this, thank you. <laughs> yeah, Thanks for putting up with this. 
you know, you're either listening to this on the air, or you're listening to this on Spotify, or YouTube, or you, like, pirated it, which, in, in that case, that's kind of a weird thing to do, because it's already, we're not getting free, yeah, we're not getting paid, so I don't know why you would pirate it, I don't know what website has it, but it's probably stealing your cookies and buying Bitcoin. If, if you can get it for free already, just get it for free. I know piracy is a fun crime and all, but uh, don't do that. Thanks for listening. This has been the first episode of Working Money More. And, uh, well, bye. Bye. Roll that outro. I don't. I don't have an outro. Make an outro. I'm not making. I'm not making an outro.